Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Seek the New Podcast with me, your host, Alexa. Good morning. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Whatever part of the day it is that you're listening to this podcast, I just want to say hello. I hope you're well. And I'm just so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you're joining me on another episode of Seek the New Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to jump right in. Today, we're going to be discussing how we can start romanticizing our lives, how you can start looking at every moment, you know, big or small, and just realizing that it is a blessing. It is a gift for us to be alive And we need to cherish every one of those little moments, you know, that makes our lives beautiful. Things that typically go unnoticed. Um, Romanticizing your life doesn't have to be perfect in any way. It doesn't have to be aesthetically pleasing as a lot of people try to, you know, make romanticizing your life look like. It can be just in our everyday lives noticing how maybe it didn't rain, you know. And it was the sun was shining. You're able to feel the sunlight on your skin. Um, Noticing that you had hot water, like every every single blessing in our life that we have, just being able to notice that and realize that our lives are, as I said, it's a gift. And the Lord wants us to have a satisfying and a rich and fulfilling life. I tell you guys this all the time. If you go back to my episode in the beginning where I spoke about how to have like a soft girl summer, um, even, and even in the first episode, I tell you all, the reason that I started this podcast is because I wanted to seek the new. Every single thing that I'm doing, whether I'm reading a new book, going to a new restaurant, going to a new place, I'm doing it all under the supervision of Christ. And I want the Lord to be pleased with what I'm doing. I need to learn and do a lot more just so I get into the place where I know I'm living a life that is pleasing to God in every way. That's where I want to be at. Am I there yet? Not in every aspect of my life, Um, but it is something that I'm constantly, you know, praying for and praying that the Lord would give me the desire of my own heart to have to really just obey him and his word. And so even with all that said, I was going into this saying, well, I'm just going to seek the new, you know, and other stuff. But I kind of have always not really forgotten, but I've kind of skipped over the part that even in the beginning of this podcast, I said, we're discovering new perspectives of things new and old, even present. So I just want to be able to take the time to really seek the new in my own life. What am I noticing about my own life? You know, how beautiful it is. And I'm so excited you're here to join me on this journey today. As we get started, there is a poem I just want to really share with you guys recently Those of you who know me, and even on the podcast by now, I've told you all when you first got to know me, and if you have not heard that episode and you're new here, then please go back and listen to Getting to Know Me. Um, I tell you all about my life in there. I told you guys that I love, obviously, the color pink. I love all things antique. I love musicals. I love operas, and I love vintage things. I love to read, and recently... I came across a book at the Antique Mill, one of my favorite places, and it's called A Gift of Love. It's a poetry book by Helen Rice, and it is gorgeous, okay? 
It has like this um, gold de detailing around the front of it. It's pastel blue, you know, and has this blue foil on it. And it's just a completely white book. So I have it on display in my house. But it's just such a beautiful book. And I looked in here a second ago and I found this poem that I really want to share with you all because I think it could really go along with today's topic. This poem is called, What is Life? Life is a sojourn here on earth, which begins the day God gives us birth. We enter this world from the great unknown, and God gives each spirit a form of its own and endows this form with a heart and a soul to spur man on his ultimate goal. And through the senses of feeling and seeing, God makes man into a human being so he may experience a mortal life and through this period of smiles and strife prepare himself to return as he came for birth and death are in essence the same for both are fashioned by God's mighty hand and while we cannot understand we know we are born to die and arise for beyond this world in beauty lies the purpose of living and the ultimate goal God gives at birth to each seeking soul. So enjoy your sojourn on earth and be glad that God gives you a choice between good things and bad. And only be sure that you heed God's voice whenever life asks you to make a choice. Again, this poem is called What It's Life and it's by Helen Rice in her book of poems called A Gift of Love. If I messed up any of the pronunciation, you'll have to forgive me as I was kind of reading through that fairly quickly. But I do believe you all got the message of that poem just that quick. It really does make you want to just meditate on what the title is asking, and that's what is life. I didn't know this was a Christian book when I first picked it up, but I'm glad I did because the poems in here, they really speak to me in a new way since I know they're based on the Bible, for me. If you ask some other people, they may say, well, you know, life is what you make it here on earth. But I love the way Helen explains this because she says, if you don't know, really quickly, side note, a sojourn is a place, it means like a temporary state. And I love that she puts that in there because for us as Christians, this is a faith-based podcast. We know our end goal after we leave earth, is to spend eternity in heaven with Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing us to have that ability where we can accept you and we can believe you and we can accept him into our hearts. If you have not accepted Jesus into your hearts, then I encourage you to. I encourage you to repent and be baptized in his name. Seek him. Because he's there and he's longing for that relationship with you. This wasn't even the entire message of today's episode. But I did want to read that because I love at the end when she says how the Lord gives us a choice. He gives us a choice whether we want to choose between good or bad. Him or sin. If we love the Lord, the Lord says, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. Yes, we mess up, but knowing that we are striving to live our lives according to his will, that's what God 
wants to see from us. He wants to see that we love him enough to put our flesh aside and listen to what he says. At the end, it says, make sure you take heed to God's word before we make our choices. And as I just explained a second ago, when I came up with this podcast, I was in the mindset that, yes, Lord, and I still am now. I want you to be the one leading and guiding my life. Even right now, I know there's so many areas of my life that I need the Lord. Oops, I apologize. <laughs> that was my phone. Um, I need the Lord to step in and just help me with. But thank you, Jesus, for every single day giving me another chance. It's a life I'm so grateful for. I'm so grateful that even through all of my mistakes, the Lord has said, I you know, I'm supposed to still be here. He still has a purpose for my life. And that's something I just thank him with. I thank him with that. And so really, if you if you want to, you can go back and listen to that poem and just see how it speaks to you. In the poem where she says, so enjoy your sojourn and be glad. I'm reminded of the scripture in Ecclesiastes 8 and 15, where it says, so I commend the enjoyment of life because there is nothing better for a person under the sun than to eat and drink and be glad. Then joy will accompany them in their toil all the days of the life God has given them under the sun. And if you haven't read Ecclesiastics, I really, really just recommend you to. It's one of my favorite books in the Bible. It's written by King Solomon, one of the wisest men to ever roam the earth. And the reason I just wanted to make a specific preface to this is because at the beginning of the book, he's saying that life is meaningless. There's translations that say life, you know, it's vanity and it's um, like a vapor, which is true. Life is like a vapor. It's here one moment and then it's gone. But even when saying that, which was to mostly make sure he got at how without God in our life, our life is meaningless. Because if you don't have Jesus, you'll live this earth, you know, searching for everything that's not permanent, temporary things that will fade away. And then you won't even go be with Jesus if you don't have him, if you haven't accepted him. But for us who do, praise God, we don't have to worry about that. And even not even looking at that specific point, he just makes sure to go back. He makes sure he what in the world? <laughs> he makes sure he goes back in chapter eight and he still says we need to enjoy this life. And he commends those who do. God has given us this life here on earth. He wants us to enjoy it. He wants us to have an abundant life. We shouldn't be worrying and, you know, being anxious. We shouldn't be jealous and envious. Why? Because it doesn't add another moment. Luke 12 and 25 and 26 says, um, don't worry. Does worry add anything to your life? Can it add one more year, even one day? So if you're wor if worrying adds nothing but actually subtracts from your life, why would you worry about God's care for you? That was a good way for me to end this little um, side note that I wanted to preface before just to show you how important it is every single today, every single day to just be so mindful of the life that you have and how it is beautiful. And you should want to see the beauty out of that every single day. So now let's jump into the tips. 
And really quickly, before I say the tips, I am going to preface again. When I say romanticizing your life, this is not meaning that your life is going to be completely perfect and needs to be, you know, beautiful in every single area. You're not going to have any problems. There's not going to be any more difficulties. But I'm talking about the sense of romanticizing it as in seeing the good in your life, ways that you're able to do that, ways that you're able to cherish all of those moments. The first one that I have is waking up and giving a prayer of thanksgiving and reading a scripture. This is something I've been trying to do actively every morning. I told you guys that I really do love listening to Psalms 91, and I am still on that. I love listening to Psalms 91 in the morning and as I'm saying that, I don't even know if I listened it. I don't know. Did I listen to it this morning? I think I pulled it up at 12 o'clock a.m. when I was going to, to bed. And I think I listened to it maybe before bed. But I don't even think I listened to it this morning. So I'm going to do that after. But I do love listening to a scripture in the morning just to get, you know, our mindset aligned with God's word. I think that's one everyone needs to do. Um, because when you start your day with God you can tell a difference in just your day. You can. And that explains a lot. The fact that I did not wake up and immediately, you know, go into God's word like I had been doing um, on some of the days this week, that explains a little bit of how my morning went this morning because it was not the best morning that I've ever had. Um, luckily, I'm great now. But that explains a lot because the enemy... He can come in like a flood, as I've already said, but the Lord will come in faster and remove him. So that explains a lot. So, yes, number one, um, a way that you can really enjoy and cherish that moment, that morning, getting up early, putting on some worship music, reading a scripture, singing a worship song. You'll be able to tell a difference in the rest of your day. The next tip is to take a hot shower or a hot bath. I can go ahead and I'll just add this to really a pamper day, whether you're a male, you know, or female. We all need a day to just relax and being able to take the time to take a hot shower. And really, even while you're in um, that moment of relaxation, thinking, wow, Thank you so much that I have heated water right now. We're about to go into the cooler um, months and we're about to go into fall and winter soon. And well, we're about to go into fall soon, but winter is coming sooner or later. And that's something that I was thinking about the other day. Um, when I was coming home, it was raining really bad. And I was just thinking how even though it's raining right now, I'm sure there are homeless people right now who would most like 100% choose the rain and the heat than being in the freezing cold, you know, with no hot water, with no blankets or anything. Um, I thought about that the other day and I was just like, wow, I'm so thankful um, for this life that I've been blessed with, that I'm able to bless others. And so, yes, while you're giving yourself just a pamper routine, um, wash your hair, Okay, you have shampoo and conditioner. You have you can have good hygiene. Um, take a couple of moments and just thank God for that. Thank God that you're able to 
to do those things. That's a luxury, okay? No, you may not have the jacuzzi hot tub um, that's in your shower that blows out all the cool bubbles, but you have a home, you have a hot water, you know, you have hot water, you have a, you have a tub, maybe you don't have a tub, but you at least have a shower and you can take advantage of that hot water. So that will be my next tip. My next tip is try to look good for yourself and for your spouse every day. This is one that I myself have been working on recently and I am really really trying. I've said this for a long time. If you are someone around me who knows me, you will know that I do love to dress up. Okay? I love to wear nice clothes. I have a closet full of just pink and whites and it's my favorite thing because my favorite color pink and I love white. But I've been adding some more colors. Side note, I've been adding a lot of different sage greens and blues. I've told you this already. But I will be completely honest. If you listen to to the wardrobe episode, I told you I have two pair of jeans. I don't like jeans and I don't wear them. Okay? Often. But during the week, when I have nothing special going on, I will throw my hair in the same bun This is something that literally has become a routine. So I'm trying to get out of it. And matter of fact, I bought some shampoo and conditioner, some brand new shampoo and conditioner because I was like, listen, I'm going to branch out. I'm going to be doing my hair more. And I'm going to have to take that shampoo and conditioner back. I'm not going to tell you what kind it was, but I heard some information about it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to just return it. And I'm just going to get my, the OG um, Shea Moisture, what I always use in my hair. And I'm just going to start doing my hair more and just letting it be free and letting it hang down. I'm not just going to put it in a bun just because I don't have any place to go and I don't have anything to do. I'm going to try. I'm going to actively push myself to wear nicer clothes during the week, even when I don't have any place to be. Because, and I know I'm not the only one who does this, okay? I will wear sometimes the same clothes over and over and over and over and over after I bought myself nice clothes, but then... In my head, I say, I'm going to save that for, you know, someday. I'm going to just save it and wear it then. Guess what? I never end up wearing it. I forget it's in my closet. I end up sometimes giving it away. Or I'll say, okay, I'm going to wear it again. And it's still in my closet now and I haven't worn it. And I don't want to keep doing that because, well, okay. I actually did get this um, from Miss Liz Hart. She's a YouTuber that I follow. And she said that she was like that. And she was like, I think everyone is. And I was like, girl, that is so true. Where she would get in the habit of not really looking good for herself. um, Because she was just like, well, I'm not going to be doing anything. But then she said she had the realization that we only have today. Like we have our present day. And that's so true. I get, okay, maybe, you know, you do have a nice events coming up if, if the Lord's willing. And you're going to save a dress for that. I get it. But I'm talking about being in the habit every single day of not wanting to dress nice, not wanting to present yourself nicely to the people around you, but also your husband. And that's something I thought about um, recently, too. I'm like, I'm looking the exact same way. Of No, I know my husband doesn't mind. Josh doesn't care what I wear. He doesn't matter what I look like. He loves me. Thank you. That was blessed with a husband like that. But... Um, I waited my entire life to be married, even though, yes, I am just 22. Um, 
And now that I'm married, I feel like I was just like getting up, putting my hair in the same bun. We would go on our date nights and I would wear kind of the same dress because I didn't want to wear that other fancy dress. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to be doing that. If me and my husband are going on a date, if he's coming home from work, I'm going to, you know, even though I say this right now and I'm pretty sure Josh just pulled up and I have on just a pair of shorts and a t-shirt. Um, but I didn't have time to prepare because I'm doing the podcast. But every other day, I'm going to make it an effort to just look a little bit nicer for my husband. And I think you all should too. Not just for your husband, but for everywhere you go. Just dress presentably. The next tip is to actually sit aside time for you to eat breakfast, you know, lunch, dinner. Obviously, if you're at work and you end up, you know, being around a lot of people where you can't really enjoy your lunch, but specifically... I'm going to say dinner because I know that's when most of the time everyone is home with their family. Really sit aside that time, put your phones down, and just enjoy that moment with your family. Because it's something that Josh and I, we've been trying to do recently um, where we'll put our phones down. And typically, neither of us will be on our phones just talking and texting anyone, but we'll be watching movies. But recently, we did start putting our phone down and just talking. And he calls me after work on his drive home. And it's just something that I've come to really, really enjoy, just like seeing how his day was um, or even just like talking with him over dinner. Like we're literally at a restaurant. You do it at a restaurant. Why not do it at home? It's a way to romanticize um, your dinner. First of all, it's like a little date night in your home, but also just being able to romanticize and cherish that time with your family, your husband, your children, everything. This next one, I feel, is one that you probably already do. I see a lot of people saying that they just want to be able to enjoy their morning coffee, or if you're like me, then you're a tea person. But I'm going to add five and six together because I have sip on your favorite tea or coffee outside on your porch while just enjoying the outside air. But this is really just resonating with going outside and just being able to sit in silence and just really meditating. Okay. Looking around, feeling the breeze, feeling the air, looking at the sky. Maybe you want to lay on the ground, just have your feet, you know, no shoes on, just really feeling the grass in in between your toes, like a little grounding or earthing um, kind of effect. But really just go outside, maybe go pick some flowers in your backyard, just being able to really notice where you live at, notice new plants around you be able to feel the soil and just know that, hey, you're here on the earth. That's a blessing. A lot of my pink girls who are like me will definitely be able to really like hop on board with this next tip. And that is to wear something blush pink, really any kind of pink, but pink is blush pink is superior. Okay. It's the superior pink. It's my favorite pink ever. I'm in love with it. Um, I guess if pink is not your favorite color, then definitely give it a chance. I don't know how people don't like pink. It has like a lot of calming effects, unlike red. Red can be pretty aggressive, but I will say red does invoke more confidence and um, pink really suggests more safety and vulnerability, but it's something so feminine. It's beautiful and it can inspire just, you know, a lot of love. 
soaking red, but I just recommend you wear pink. But if you don't like pink, then just wear your favorite colors. Find different patterns that you like. Um, and just be able to explore those patterns specifically in your clothing, maybe the way you decorate your home. Um, I love pink in my home. It's one of my, you know, most used colors in our home. So yes, definitely wear the color pink. The next tip to romanticize your life is really just making sure you have a safe and clean environment. I... I can honestly say that typically on Fridays and really throughout the week, I'll definitely work on making sure I'm maintaining the, you know, how our house is looking and making sure it's um, clean and organized. But specifically on Fridays, Fridays is definitely one of the days that I get a lot of cleaning done and I'll do a lot of laundry. Um, And first of all, I just love Fridays because the rest of the weekend you know, if I'm going out, if Josh and I have a date night, then I'll come back home to a clean house. But it's also just really giving us a nice environment for the rest of the week and for the rest of the weekend that we can just enjoy without having to worrying about having to do a lot of dishes when we want to go out and enjoy time. Um, so definitely have a safe and clean environment. Make your bed when you wake up. Um you know, put the dishes away. It's definitely going to take away a lot of your stress and you're not just going to have to look at it and keep putting it off. Like do it right then and there. And I've spoken about that one before when you're trying to implement good habits. If it takes two to five minutes or less, do it right then and there and you will not be sorry. I want you guys to know that you do not just have to buy gifts for yourself on your birthday for a specific holiday or anybody else, you don't just have to give them a gift on your birthday or a specific holiday. You can buy yourself and others as a way of serving others gifts, maybe buying flowers for yourself, buying something that you've really wanted, buying something that someone else has really wanted and you may have found it. Um, and you just know that it'll give you a sense of fulfillment, being able to give them something that you know would bring them joy. I found this recently that if I do see something that someone likes, I will. I'm at the point now where I may not always get it, but if I can afford it and I'm in a good spot, then I do like being able to give that to someone else because I'm like, I think they will enjoy this. And I just, I mean, I want to be a person who's able to, you know, bring joy to someone's life. But then also for myself. Now, I am a budgeter, but if I know I have like a, some money that I can just spend, Josh will tell you our thing is eating. We love to go out to eat, but now Josh is a huge things person. I am more of an experienced person, but I do like to buy things for myself. So I will happily buy something on Amazon. I've been eyeing for a while just to really serve myself and like, hey, I had a good week and I just wanted to kind of splurge on something or maybe I didn't want to splurge, but I just wanted to gift myself something Um even though it wasn't my birthday or even though it wasn't like a specific holiday. And I think that's something that's really, really cool because I know a lot of people, and I say this literally speaking for myself, I used to be the type of person where I would want to just really not buy anything like a lot of the time. Like, don't get me wrong, I bought things. But there were sometimes if there was something I really, really wanted, I would just really make up reasons in my mind at why I didn't need it so I wouldn't have to spend the money 
But then I don't know when this, like, I don't know when I got to this point. Basically, if you know Freddie, my love, um, and by the way, that's her YouTube name. I'm not saying she's Freddie, my love. That's her YouTube name. She has a brand called Flossy by Freddie. And I remember when she came out, so she, I've, I've followed her forever. I love her style. Her favorite color is pink and white. And I'm just really like obsessed with her wardrobe. Well, Freddie, being someone that I follow and I love, came out with a clothing brand. And I was obsessed with these dresses. Like she still has it, Flossy by Freddie, shop her brand. And I remember when she first came out with her three dresses. I'm not going to lie. Now, those were a bit of a splurge, but... Even for me to buy one, like it was so, I had to talk myself into buying those dresses for so long. And then I think Josh did too. And then he was just at a point like, Alexa, you followed her for a long time. You know, you're going to be able to keep those dresses in your closet for a long time. So it's really like a good investment. And then I bought it for myself. And when I bought those dresses for myself, I just felt so happy because I wasn't really hold. It wasn't even the fact that I just had to save money because I had something like a, bill coming up or you know I was about to take a trip if you're planning on saving for something specific then obviously you don't have to buy everything this everything that you see that you want you know use some self-control use some discipline but if you typically don't gift yourself with things and you don't gift others with things then why not bless somebody with that why not bless yourself with it okay you deserve it I'm telling you right now if you can afford it and, you know, you're not going to be getting in debt over something that you know you can afford. Um, and if you've just been eyeing it and you're saying to yourself, like I used to tell myself, well, I really don't need it that bad. Like, I can use this money for something else. It can be good for a rainy day. But you have it. Just go ahead and buy it. It'll make you happy. And hey, if you get it from Amazon, wherever you get it, I'm pretty sure they have a 30 to 60 day return policy. So if you really, really don't want it, you can send it back. Okay. Also, if anybody wanted to know, you can actually return stuff to Nordstrom at South Park. Like as long as it's in good condition. I know because I had a pair of loafers that I spoke about in one of my recent episodes. I bought these in February for my birthday. I've never worn them. And I took them back the other day and I got me a new pair of shoes and they're so cute. They're these little um, nude heels with like a black patent leather, patent leather, um, like little toe. So I'm really excited about those for the fall. And while we are on the same topic of if you can afford it, okay, all of this stuff, you know, romanticizing your life. If you can afford to buy these things and you're not going to go into debt, then take the time to really go see new things, okay? Go try new activities, go try new foods and travel whether that's internationally, maybe just in another state, even locally, maybe you want to drive up to another town or to another little city that's like 45 minutes away, take the time and do that. It's going to give you a lot of new communication skills, a lot of confidence. You'll be able to um, make a lot of new friends and also just making memories. I'm such an experienced person and I really, really, I do love to travel. Um, even if I'm not traveling internationally, I do just love getting a new scenery of new things. And traveling is something where literally, okay, there is not only your hometown, okay? Get out there. Get out there and explore. This is a huge world that the Lord literally made us in seven days, okay? Well, on the seventh day, he rested. 
so six days, but six days and look at some of the beautiful places we have. Okay. Greece, Bali, Bora Bora, the Maldives, Thailand, Japan, Fiji, all these different places. And it was literally made in six days. And on the seventh day, he rests. And I love, there's like this little saying where it says, if God made this world in six days, how much more incredible is heaven going to be? You know, that's something to think about. Um, and just to move along, when you're going to sleep, buy yourself a nice nightgown, okay? Men, buy yourself a nice pajama set. Go to sleep. Um, you know, have your hair in a nice, you know, bonnet or whatever you wear, a nice braid so it doesn't get really tangled. So you're not dealing with a lot of, um, you know, lost hair. I've been one who I just really have to start practicing along the, on this more. I'll go to sleep early and I'll sometimes forget my bonnet. But it's something I want to just do more and I want to focus on just so I can make sure I'm taking care of my hair, you know being thankful for the hair that I have on my head, which again, even something like that tend to take for granted and not really care for, but I'm grateful for my hair. It's my glory. So I'm glad for that. Um, and so I've already said the nightgown. Oh yes. Then take time to exercise and take care of your health. Okay. Eat nice, beautiful, healthy, rich foods Help your posture, okay? Every part of your hair, your teeth, um, exercising, all of that stuff. It's so, so important. Being careful what you're putting on your skin. Everything, it goes hand in hand in romanticizing your life. Just taking the time to really, um, yes, just care for yourself. This is your only body that you get and take care of your temple, okay? You can do things like making new foods, baking bread, I'm going to tell you this. If you have not baked bread, you need to go bake a loaf. I'm not going to say right now, but you definitely need to go bake a loaf this week. It gives you such a fulfillment when you can just successfully bake bread and it tastes amazing, especially if it's something that can be as complicated as sourdough. I just really recommend you all to go do it. Maybe open a window, put on some, you know, Paris or um, any type of French cafe music. I like to do that or I like to put on the Pride and Prejudice soundtrack and I would just bake my bread. I'll let it sit out. I'll grab a nice cozy book and that's something you can do, do as well like read books. Just really expand your mind. Learn new things. Um, that's going to be a lot of different ways that can just help you really to romanticize while being just mindful of all the things that are around you that is accessible to you and take advantage of that. Okay. This one, obviously, a lot of these are catered toward my, towards myself, but I'm telling it to you guys, listen to classical music. Okay, you guys, be able to meditate with that. Classical music is really, really incredible. There's something called musical therapy, and if you have not heard of musical therapy, then, or music therapy, really, go look into what that is, and then also go look at the science behind listening to classical music and what it's done what it's done to improve people's memory, go do research on that. And some of the studies you will find be really incredible. I saw a video a long a time ago where um, 
there was this older, older lady, I believe she had dealt with dementia, and she used to be a famous ballerina, and they had played one of the songs from a pretty, I don't know which one it was, I don't know what ballet it was, but she was in a ballet while she was a professional, and they played one of the songs that she danced to, and this is a lady who... I assume by the title of the video, she didn't remember much. Like, I'm pretty sure she was at a late stage of dementia. Um, but when they played that music for her, she started remembering all of her moves. Like, it it really did invoke a part of her brain, a lobe, um, that gave her the memory of her dancing. And, it, I mean, that video is so beautiful. You should look it up. If you type in older woman struggling with either with either dementia or Alzheimer's, you'll be able to see that video um, when she was doing ballet. And it was really just really so heart touching. And the next tip is to just have godly influences around you, have godly friends um, that you're able to just hang out with that will encourage you. Okay. They're, that are just going to lift you up. They're not going to speak ill towards you they're not going to bring you down all the time but they're going to be people to lift you up to encourage you am i saying that all of your friends have to be christian okay maybe you're like well i don't have all my friends who are christian like some people aren't christian that's perfectly fine okay but just make sure that the people you're around are not being negative and they're not going to bring you down we as Christians are able to be a huge influence, a huge influence on those who don't know Jesus. Um, and it, it's sometimes really confusing with me when pe- confusing to me when there's people saying, well, you can't be friends with them because they're not a Christian. OK. Let me stop you right there. I understand. If when people bring up a scripture about, um, you know, not being unequally yoked, okay? You want to be mindful for the people you're around because if you are around bad seeds, those influences can influence you if you are not strong in your faith. There's the first thing. If you're hanging around people who are doing the wrong things and who are, you know, dragging you into that to doing the wrong things too. Maybe you're at a point in your you spiritually where You know, you're not strong enough and then they tell you to go do these things and you do go do it knowing that you shouldn't be doing it. Okay, and and that it's against the will of God and what he wants for your life. That is good. But if you meet somebody. And you start talking to them and then you find out y'all are in different areas spiritually. Don't just throw them away and say, oh, well, I have to completely cut off that friendship. No, use that as an opportunity to be able to minister to him to minister to them about Jesus. Okay. Use it as an opportunity. 100%. I've been in that boat where I've kind of struggled sometimes if I've had friends who I knew didn't go to church and I knew were kind of doing the wrong things being like, "Uh, I don't know what should I be friends with them. But then it comes back to, Hey, listen, I'm going to love them. And I've had friends who've literally come to me. You know, I can tell that the information that I'm giving them is planting a seed um, to them because they'll come to me being like, Hey, I don't really know what to do, but I've seen you pray and I really need help right now. And just those little seeds that we are planting are just making a huge difference in their lives. 
But specifically about that, with romanticizing our lives, we do have to just be careful about um, the people who are around us and the people who just are filled with so much negativity and they're not adding any value to our life. Don't just, don't hang around a lot of those people, okay? Sure, they can be an acquaintance, say hi and goodbye, but if you're feeling bad every time you are around someone, then maybe give some distance there, okay? Something that I want to start implementing in my routine is being able to write out everything that I'm grateful for. I found um, the gratitude journal on Amazon and it's blush pink. I believe it's called the five minute journal. This has been on my Amazon wish list, and I think it is one of those things that I'm just going to buy for myself. Um, it has like a morning prompt and in the afternoon prompt and well, I don't think it's afternoon. I think it's like a nighttime prompt, but I really, really want that book while I don't have it right now. And that's the reason why I haven't gotten it is because I'm able to just utilize like a journal, but Take the time to journal really every single day. Get in the habit of just going through your day. Maybe you're in bed and literally reliving that day kind of over. So you're able to truly see how incredibly blessed you are and write that down. You know, maybe you avoided a car accident that day and you didn't even think to thank God until just now. You know, something like that. Maybe there was a really poisonous spider on your car and it could have gotten on your arm and you noticed it. And that's little, that's some of the little stuff um, that I look at and I'm like, thank you, Jesus, that thing did not get on me. Because I saw a massive spider recently and it was right by my foot and I truly I like freaked out so much but afterwards I was like thank you Jesus that that thing did not get on my foot and crawl up my dress oh my goodness I don't think it was venomous but it was still big enough where I would have been truly terrified and thank you Jesus for keeping me from that fear that I would have literally experienced um little stuff like that like I mean every little thing maybe you found your favorite you know makeup brand or hair shampoo and conditioner and it was on sale okay that's the little stuff too like I find I see all of those things as little blessings and just take the time to write that down um and to just give thanks for that and then another way to romanticize your life is just to pray pray daily I know I spoke about this at the beginning with reading your scriptures but also taking the time every hour on the hour it's something I've been trying to do more um And I really want to get in that habit is just being able to pray constantly throughout my day, not just when something's hurting, um, you know, not just when I need something. Yes, I do give thanks, but just in every area, like, yes, I just lived another hour. Thank you, Jesus, that you've, you you know, sustained me and given me so much life. Um, Thank you, Jesus, that my family is okay. And then also a way to romanticize your life. I don't care where you are. Where you are, maybe you're at home, maybe you're at restaurants, take the time to pray for your food, okay? It is not going to cost you anything to bow your head in front of your plate and pray for your food. Trust me on that, okay? And that will inspire other people. So I really do hope you start to do that. 
I truly, truly apologize, you guys, for that last clip of audio. I thought that my mic was plugged in while I was talking, and I didn't notice it was not plugged in until literally I was really finishing up that part. Um, and I'm just going to keep it in there because I said a lot of good stuff. I don't want to have to fake, um, like repeat because it's going to take away some of the personality in it. Um, so yeah, let me just say that. But as we are coming to the end of this podcast, my last thing to do that I feel would be, you know, fulfilling for just having you realize how blessed you are and just to romanticize your life. And that is by sharing others with Jesus and inviting them to church. Maybe you have a Bible study. That's something I truly, truly, truly love to do. Okay. Um, quick example. This week, I got a text from a lady named Julia. And Julia was texting me saying, hi. She thought I was her friend, David. And then she was like, did I get the wrong number? And I was like, I'm so, so sorry, Julia, because you did. My name is Alexa. Um, but if you're in the Concord area, and this is for all of you as well, if any of you are in Concord, North Carolina, um, come out to my church, New Life Church of Jesus Christ, and we would love to have you there. And she was like, oh, my gosh, thank you so, so much for being so kind and not mean, even though I got the wrong number. And I was like, hey, that's fine. I actually love, you know, receiving texts from people who have the wrong number because I always use that as a time to really just invite them and to tell them that Jesus loves him. And as we're talking, like we had a whole conversation and she was like, yes, he does. And I was like, oh, yeah, he does. And she starts asking like, well, Unfortunately, she couldn't be at a church because she lives in New York City and she's, um, you know, from somewhere up there. And then we kind of started talking about my life here in North Carolina and how she's been here. Um, and the, by, by the end of the conversation, I found out how old she was. She's a um, she's quite a little bit older to me. She's late 30s. Um, but we had a good conversation and we ended it how, hey, if you're ever in New York, let me know so we can get coffee because we just had such a good conversation just over the phone like that. Um, and I know that could be like a pretty, you know, that's a like a long shot. That's like a really, really far extent um, for something like that to happen. Do I ever think I'll get coffee with her? Probably not. I don't know. Um, just because, you know, schedules differ and I'm not in New York City. But who knows? Maybe now now she's in my phone. I'm saving her in there as Julia, the girl who did not have my number and got my number wrong, or Julia, the girl who had the wrong number. And now she's somebody who I still sewed into. Like, hey, Jesus loves you. You don't know. That could be the only time when we are around people. That could be the only time they have, um, you know, a way of hearing about Jesus, okay? And I'm not going to say ever in their life because everybody is going to have heard about Jesus at some point in their life. But maybe them themselves have been in kind of a questioning, like, is this real? Is, you know, what I hear about Jesus, like, is this, um, is this for me? Is this something that could be available to me? And we know it can, and I've heard stories about that where people will be like, I was literally like they had asked themselves, listen, if this is real, then just give them some sort of sign. This is what they would ask. 
And someone would come up and just like maybe give them a piece of paper that says, hey, Jesus loves you. And we've heard about some of those stories where people have been like they were going to, um, you know, hurt themselves very, very badly. And then they've gotten just these little remarks from people how, hey, God loves you. Your life is worth living just in the right moments. I've heard a lot of those stories. And that could be you, like not being afraid to just take that step to really um, minister to somebody's life. It's something that's going to bless them, and it'll also bless you. And spend time with your family, like your loved ones, your grandparents, your, you know, your parents. If you haven't saw them in a while, call them. Go hang out with them. Maybe you have siblings. That's stuff that they themselves they're going to appreciate that. That's something that those are new memories that you could all be making together. Um, so don't neglect those relationships either. And those were really the tips that I had for romanticizing your life. Just being able to see everything that you're grateful for. And maybe there's more. I'm sure there's a lot more. Not maybe. I know there's a lot more ways that just we can ourselves just take the time to Notice the little things in our life um, and just be really grateful for all of those beautiful moments. And I really hope you guys take the time to implement some of these. And maybe um, if you want, let me know what you do to really romanticize your own life, to get yourself in kind of a um, routine where you are being very mindful and being intentional about um, just showing all of your gratitude. Okay, I would love to know more of those things. Um, as I say in every episode, I thank you all so, so much for being here. Please do not forget to share and to give my podcast a Spotify. Oh, to give to give my spot. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry. Blah. Oh, oh, my gosh. To give my podcast. Maybe I should edit that out. Mm. Or do I want to be a little bit more Oh, casual with you guys. I think we're at that point. I'm not going to edit it out. Oh, and really quickly, I did want to say, if you have not added me on Instagram at Alexa V. Cerna, Alexa V. Cerna, A-L-E-X-A-V-S-E-R-N-A, then please do. I have been putting up polls for the podcast. I think I'm going to turn my old essential oil page, Seek the New, into the Seek the New podcast Instagram. Um, I've been looking at into if that's even something that's smart for a podcast. I'm doing my research on it, but I wanted you guys to know there because you're able to message me with, you know, any encouraging any encouragements for me or any questions that you have about anything we talk about. So definitely please take advantage of that. If you love this podcast and I really, really hope you do, please don't forget to share and give my podcast a five star rating. I really, really appreciate it from you guys. And I just hope you have the most incredible week. And thank you so, so much for seeking the new with me, Alexa. Toodles.